Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning, Chief. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Coming up, Nurse Letby will be sentenced today for the murder of seven babies and the attempted murder of six others. But she's expected to refuse to attend court. Victims' families are calling for a change in the law to force criminals to face justice in person. Meanwhile, England's lionesses, uh, lionesses have suffered a heartbreaking 1-0 defeat to Spain at the Women's World Cup in Australia. They're already flying home. And London Mayor Sadiq Khan has been accused of trying to discredit and silence scientists who claimed his Lunes policy had little impact on pollution. <laughs> God forbid we should know any facts. At 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, I think a lot of us were hoping this morning we'd all be cheering on the fact that Lionesses had won the Women's World Cup. That was not to be. And we will be talking about that throughout the show. I mean, if, say, women's football, women's sport has taken off in a very, very big way. I think this has been quite literally a game changer in terms of uh, how we're going to view women's sport. It's a shame we are not celebrating this morning, but there are an awful lot of things we do need to talk about, which are Sorry, people, a lot more important than football. Um, and the fact that we have a woman in court today, well, sorry, not in court today, because apparently you can be convicted of murdering babies and attempting to murder babies. But no, no, if you want to stay in your cell, when the families of those babies want to have their moment in court and say how what you've done has impacted them and their families, you get to do what you want. Well, maybe that's not what you and I would agree would be acceptable. So I want to hear from you as the families of babies killed or hurt by nurse Le Lucy Letby are calling for a new law to force criminals to face sentencing in person. Also, NHS managers could face charges for failing to act sooner to stop the serial killer. I just want to know what your reaction is to that whole case. Give us a call, text us and tweet us. You can tweet out Talk TV. You can text the word talk to 8722 and you can give me a call on 0344 499 1000. Love to get your thoughts on air. Also, love to get the thoughts of my guest joining me all this morning political correspondent at the spectator and that's james heel good morning to you morning julia um this case uh oh look the, the verdicts had actually been coming since the 8th of august obviously there were reporting restrictions until all the final verdicts were in some uh, for loose let nurse let be the, uh, the the jury weren't able to reach a verdict at all on six of the cases brought um but her sentencing today is going to start at 10, but we are going to have victim impact statements read mm. out from the families, an awful lot of families involved. It's going to take some time and they are entitled to and should get their day in court to say what the impact of what Lucy Letby did has been on their lives, 
on the children who died, on, on the children who survived but are seriously, seriously brain damaged for life. Um, and yet Lucy Letby is not, we understand under the current law, required to be in court to hear that. What do you make of that? Yes, completely. I mean, the reason we have these sentencing verdicts, uh, part of the reason is they do get their day in court is for the victims, also for the wider justice system as well. Remember, of course, yes. this is the longest murder trial in British history, yep. believed to be at 10 months, uh, long delayed, etc. And so the fact that this is now, she's not going to be there to hear this verdict in court does raise an issue. And it's part of a wider trend as well. There was previously a case, um, that awful murder in Liverpool earlier this year as well, um, where the the victim, where the, um, the person who was guilty of that didn't turn up in court. Yep. And so that's why the government's now considering to introduce new law in the King's speech next month which is going to make it mandatory for people to turn up in court yeah. to hear these verdicts being read out But there, well, there has been some talk that actually that could be brought forward much sooner, mm. they could do an amendment to, a, to an initial a newer law there was, I mean, in the, in the case in April was Thomas Cashman who shot yeah. dead little nine year old Olivia Pratt-Corbell in Liverpool he refused to appear in court, her mother has been speaking out saying look, you know, she's somebody who actually understands what these families are going through, but how important it is to be able to look the person in the eye who has done this to you and your family and to be able to say look this is what you've done to me mm. Um, I find it extraordinary that, that people aren't required. I mean, I think this is kind of a new thing, really. Like we, we, what do you mean you're not required to be in court? I mean, both for the verdict, mm. by the way, but and, and the sentencing. You should be there. And if you have to be there, sort of, you know, handcuffed, um, muzzled so you don't disrupt proceedings, um, frankly, with people holding you down... I don't care. Completely. You should be there. Completely. And this is about you know basically spiting, it's laughing in the face of British justice, effectively, yeah. by not refusing to turn up. It's flicking the two fingers. Uh, it's basically showing the, discon- the contempt and disrespect towards yeah. the justice and also the victims as well. And you think of all the pain and suffering that Lucy Letby inflicted on these families. And, you know, the fact that she can't even be there to, it's disgusting. Do you, do you find it extraordinary that, I, mean, I, do, I sort of wonder about this, you know, she's the only daughter of the, her, her parents. They obviously adore her lover. We always say, you know, unconditional love of parents. Mm but that the parents just refused to accept. They sat through every single day of that 10-month court case. Uh, We know that this jury, I mean, who are, by the way, the unsung heroes of this. Oh, my God. I mean, I did two days on a jury in a far less serious case, and it was was emotionally exhausting. Mm. These jurors, I mean, we'll never know their names. We're not even allowed to seek their name. You know, they are anonymous for life, but they are absolute heroes in terms of what they've done. Um, but it's the amount of time they spent deliberating, the fact that, look, they didn't come to verdicts for six of the cases, the two they decided not guilty. This wasn't just a whitewash. They weren't just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were clearly thinking in great depth about each of these cases that were brought to them over these 10 months. Um, how her parents can sit there and think, no, no, she's been wrong. This wasn't her. I mean... I, I sort of wondered, so at what point would I stop believing my own child yeah. if, they, if this, is, this had happened and she was the only person on, you know, on duty mm. each time? She's been spotted by people. There's all this evidence. Mm. She's written these notes that we saw in the court case, you know, I am evil, I did this. How, at what point would you go, yeah, maybe I have actually given birth to a killer? I find it extraordinary the way in which they've some of them have been sort of given out as a witness as well and brought onto so programs and and discussed about their their daughter and 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 it's, it really is extraordinary given she's shown absolutely no contrition whatsoever yeah. for this case. Well, then if you haven't if you haven't if you're, you're pleading not guilty and you said you haven't done anything, you can't be contrite. You can't show remorse for something you didn't do. Yeah, I suppose, but even in terms of the, the missing no sort of the failure even to come to court and like take the verdict on the chin like she's has done today. Yeah. Um, I think you know the whole handling of it by the Letby family. It it, it really, I mean, you know, you would want to talk when you, and you add to the private grief of the parents at yeah. this point as well. But it, it really has been rather tawdry, I have to say. Yeah. And as you say, the jurors have been fantastic, and the judge as well, who has managed to keep this cool throughout ten months of all this, yeah. even though there was contempt of court going on in America as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, any any one. 
one of these cases would be absolutely harrowing mm. to sit through so many. And now the families have also demanded a full statutory public yeah. inquiry. Now the government has said we're going to do a inquiry. They announced it within you know an hour of the the verdict coming out or the fi- final verdicts in total. They basically said right, you know, um, we're going to have an inquiry, not statutory because we can do it much more quickly. I don't understand why that means you can do it more quickly. Um, but basically the families said no, no, we want it to be statutory. The key thing there is that witnesses would be compelled to give evidence mm. and it would be under oath. Yes, and also they can actually subpoena documents, key witnesses, etc. Because, of course, how many of the people involved in this case are actually going to want to talk about? There's a great sort of spread in one of the papers today talking about all the people involved, the doctors yeah. and managers who've now gone into other things. Either they've oh, got yeah. jobs elsewhere in the NHS or they've retired, retired on largely good pensions, etc. And I think that's because they're not going to kind of, sort of go out and give this, uh, you know, this, these new stories more legs, etc. Yeah. But that's, there's a good case for a statutory requirement. There's also um, one of the Times today reports on the, the, the suggestion that actually it should be a foreign judge who talks because they don't want any pro-NHS bias because we have yeah. got an NHS systematic failure. Obviously, people in the country loves the NHS, but actually, is that going to be a blind spot given yeah. the repeated scandals we see? I, I actually, when I was tweeting about this yeah, uh, on Friday and people say, oh, yeah, any chance to attack the NHS? Like, what? I mean, what? Yeah. Again and again and again. You know, in the phrase that really, really, really sticks in my craw is uh, lessons will be learned. Yeah. I mean, so... Uh, how many times are we going to have scandals, Bristol Heart Infirmary onwards, from when I was like on my local paper? You know, the where Staffordshire lessons will be learned. Lessons will be learned. They are never learned. Um, and this is the thing: there, there are there are calls for possibly corporate manslaughter charges. Mm-hmm. Certainly, accountability of NHS managers, whether it's the nursing manager, the chief execs, hostels, and others. But we we know that there were ten opportunities when doctors and others raised concerns. And nothing was done. And each time she went on, this let be, went on to kill again. Um, there, there's been no accountability to the extent that seven paediatricians who all in this unit at, at, uh, at this hospital, they all expressed concern at the Countess of Chester about this nurse saying, look, we need you to investigate this. Please call in the police. Something's going on. They were forced to write a letter of apology to her. And then she was put back on the ward. It's, it's genuinely terrifying. It, it, it is, and you think, my God, how many other killers operating in the NHS today? <laughs> well, they're the now case. looking, aren't they? They're looking in. At, they're looking at four thousand other cases yeah. of babies who uh, who brought in police. Uh, according to the Times, uh, they fear she has uh, attacked thirty more babies. Bearing in mind that's not including, you know, the other babies that are included in this court case, mm. of which there weren't verdicts. I mean, there's one thing that's so terrifying about this is that it was sort of a repeated pattern of failure by institutions over yeah. several years. And there's other elements as well. I mean, I was I was shocked by how the RCN, the Royal College of Nursing, was involved in this, which is that they went straight away and defended Lucy Letby. Uh, and then they, they've come out since and been quite d- defensive around it. And I think that it's going to raise issues about yeah. everything involved with NHS. You mentioned clinical, you mentioned managers there, for instance. Obviously, when you have clinical malpractice, we expect the doctors to carry the can for that. But what about the NHS managers who clearly were more interested in protecting reputations? Yeah. And I think there's things around questions around whistleblowing. Yep. Are we got enough safeguards for that? Um, I mean, no. No, quite, quite simply <laughs> we, not. We know that. Yeah. And people don't want to question. And it's something we see repeatedly in public services as well. We've seen it in things like the Met Police as well. Are there, are, what are the kind of, there's always an incentive towards a cover up rather than yeah. actually getting this. Exactly. And there. also, you know, their, yeah, their incentive for, their, for that is to, is to do the cover up. But, but, but also there's, there's, no, there's no rewards for whistleblowers. I mean, these doctors were, won't just threaten, you know, you'll lose your job or, you know, you'll bl- bl- you know, blacken your name in this trust. We'll report you to the GMC, General Medical Council. You could lose your medical licence. I mean, so you won't be able to work. You know, these people have got children to feed and mortgages to pay as well. You know, um, the fact they spoke out again and again and again. And people say, well, why didn't they call the police in themselves? You know, 
you know, you're, then you're, you're into libel. You're into. I mean, there are, you know, people are genuinely worried for their jobs. I, the thing is, it's very, very clear. You looked at the babies who died, and then you looked at who's on duty. Mm. And there only is only one person who's on duty, even half of the time, let alone every single case. There was clearly enough evidence just to go, even if it's just incompetence, yeah. there's something to be said. Let's move her off this while, you know, no aspersions cast, yeah. but let's move her off this ward just to see. But we need to have external audits of, you know, when there are when there are higher levels of deaths or injuries on any ward in any hospital, there needs to be there needs to be an external audit of this to go. Those numbers are off the scale. You used to lose three or four babies. Yeah. You're now losing nine babies. There was clearly something wrong and someone from outside has got to come in who's got nothing to do with anyone of that trust. And the trouble is that the NHS management is so utterly, utterly sort of enmeshed with each other. Everyone, you know, it's the old boys network. Everyone's giving someone else a job and giving someone else a reference. Um, and so I don't think you can ever get that clean bill of health. Of course. And it's partly institution, but also the technical things as well. It was amazing they didn't introduce CCTV yes. the award sooner when you could see what would have been going on. Exactly. I mean, such basic stuff. Absolutely. Maybe they didn't want to find out. Apparently babies' lives don't matter. But there we are. 6.45 is the time. We'll look at the front pages. It's obvious what is on a lot of the front pages today. We'll talk about the lionesses uh, and uh, plenty more. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 